There, there's something to be said for looking back and going, what are the rules and rhythms that I'm following? What are the things that are constricting me yeah. or containing me and holding me in a space that, do I like that? Yeah. Um, you know, I want to have consistent rhythms in my life. Yeah. People that I know that are really healthy have good rhythms. So we're not saying trash all your rhythms. Mm-hmm. We're not, but just ask yourself, where's that come from? Do I like that? Does it serve me the way I want it to? You know, and, and is this where I want to be? I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life. Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with the Real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. All right, welcome back. Here we are in episode five, trying to unpack for you what Sue Johnson calls a raw spot in her book, Hold Me Tight, or in the faith-based version, Creative for Connection, what we've been discussing as a past wound that shows up in your present relationship. And so we've given some examples of raw spots that are clear in our relationship or a little bit more clear because we've processed them. For example, me not liking jewelry or gift giving or gift receiving or Chad when I ask him if he fed the dogs and it has to do with getting in trouble uh, when he was a child. And so we have been having quite a few conversations uh, over the last few weeks about raw spots and past wounds and how they show up. And what we want to do is talk you through our process of figuring out if something is just a trigger at play in our relationship, or if it actually is a past wound, or if it's something that is a pattern that is reoccurring. And so we have quite a few great uh, fights and and (laughs) things to bring to you. It should be a lot of fun. Man, as we were talking about this, I was thinking, this isn't just... um, big raw spots like things I remember like oh delayed obedience disobedience or like getting spanked right like punishment in my childhood created um, raw spots but it's also the the little things the subtle rules that were at play the things that I was told over and over and over that 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 weren't the big instances they were these small instances where it's like I saw my parents or people around me do things a certain way for a long time and eventually I fit into that mold you know, it reminds me of like wearing a shoes that are like straps that are too tight or something. And then at the end of the day, you look down and you're like, oh, my foot looks different than it should. It's like squeezed in or constricted <laughs> or whatever. This isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And, and probably when you're in it, it feels really yeah. normal well, and fine. But then you take it off and you're like, oh, that kind of hurts, you know, and you start to do things differently. Now, this might show up early on in relationship, but it could also be yeah. that we both kind of agree that that's the way we're going to function. So we stay kind of constricted in the way that we do things and, and have less flexibility around what we want to do. Does that make sense to you? It does. I, I hear you kind of talking about how we identify if it's from the past mm-hmm. or if it's from the present and what's bringing it up in the present. I think that's the the trick here is trying to understand what is at play. Yeah. Are we just having an irritable day where we're just fighting and because things aren't going the way we want to, or we're not handling disappointment well, or we're in a a little moment of insecurity, possibly. But if there are things that keep reoccurring, themes that keep reoccurring around content, there is a good chance that there was an underlying message attached to them. And so we want to unpack a couple of them. I think that's great. I'm like, this idea that like, our family of origin and our history, maybe not even other relationships, it could be other people. um, And and also, 
inside this relationship, if you've got more than a few years in, it, it probably is maintained. It might even be part of why we felt comfortable with each other. Yeah. The way I behave when you act a certain way or the way I you behave when I act a certain way. It, it's it, familiar. Yeah, and it's just maintained something. I think what I'm trying to ask is like, when you notice something doesn't feel good, like you have a plan for your day, you have a plan for how you want things to go. Um, and, and this is leading into some of our conversations. But if you have a plan for it, and then it doesn't go that way. And then at the end of the day, you're kind of feeling bad. I think it's worth it to stop and go, what, where did that get off track? What went wrong? What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? And can I even identify it? As we talked about this, it's hard to identify yeah, this stuff. We've been yeah. having a hard time with some of our own content. And so we're going to bring a few of those challenging conversations to you. But I want to reference a few previous episodes and sure. series that we did. The, yeah. the second series that we did was called Staying Tuned In. And the concept was that if we're in tune with each other, if we have a secure attachment, if the day is going well, if things are aligned, we can send clear messages to each other. And even if the message is a little unclear, we're aligned enough that the other person understands and we stay in, I want to call it a rhythm or a smooth sure. uh, way of interacting. Yeah. But sometimes, maybe more often than we'd like, I am sending a message to Chad and, and the message has something embedded in it that's distorted. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's hurt. Maybe it's who knows, yeah. something we can't identify. And so what I think I'm sending to him is not coming across. And his response is, is not the response I'm expecting. Or let's switch it. Sometimes Chad will send a message to me and I, I look at him like, what are you even talking about? It's not a clear message and I don't understand what I'm, what I'm supposed to say in response or what you're even talking about. So first, in our present, identifying, hey, I think you're trying to tell me something and I don't know what it is, or you're clearly um, communicating something and I don't think I'm picking up the message. That might be kind of the first reveal that something's at play here and we don't quite understand what it is. So that, go back if you haven't and listen to that series, Staying Tuned In, that talks about identifying some of the deeper feelings and what happens with our behavior or what our partner sees when we feel those. That's a great place kind of to start. Also, our holiday series, and we've already kind of referenced this once, but we did a family rules episode where we shared some of our own family rules. But that's where we kind of want to dive in right now to a family rule that got uncovered. Uh, and we even discussed it a little bit in that, but we want to bring it back up. And it's around an idea that it's not okay to be sick. Is that the best way to say that? It's not okay when you're not. Well, we did that whole series on COVID, and we kind of talked about this too. But Oh, that's right. That was another sick at series. Home. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's it, it shows up lots of times. Like if I'm tired, which I'm, I'm not very tired very often, and maybe this is me, you know, kind of cushioning that or couching that in something right now. But I'm like, but if I'm tired or if it's been a hard week or whatever, if I'm stressed out and I want to just go do something that's healthy for me, whether that's take a nap or go for a bike ride or go – Built, work on something, I don't know, whatever the thing is, right? It's really hard for me, number one, to ask, but it's also like you have a plan for the day too, or how this should go. Yeah. And so then it, it gets convoluted, it gets lost, right? It's yeah. like, how do we navigate a space like that where it's like being sick or being tired or stressed out? What do we do with that? 
I would even say, now that we're talking about this, and this is what we want to do is kind of talk in front of you about our own process. You're right. It's not necessarily only around sick. I would say we don't rest well. And we've referenced this a little bit. But there's something there when either one of us wants to do what, by the way, is really healthy and just relax or just have fun or just hang out or just sit on the couch and watch TV or any of those yeah. things, the other person, if if we're not really um, on that same page, will try to push or motivate. And now we're always doing. And there's constantly something going on there. And we've discussed this because both of us have a desire, especially with our daughter, to build more rest in, build more downtime in. But there's something at play. And so we kind of unpack, like, what is the underlying message? And we're able to kind of discuss it. I just think that work is so valued. I mean, in my family, in my house, I think it has to do even with another conversation about the money stuff that we're going to talk about. But I'm like, it just is like, if you're not working, if you're not hustling, if you're not fixing, if you're not, then it's kind of like, oh, you're kind of lazy or something. Like, you should get it together and go do something healthy or make money or work hard at whatever it is that, that needs to be taken care of. And so like inside me, it's like, even it's not, I don't know that this is all you, I'm not trying to point fingers at all, but I'm like, I think I have a tendency to go, man, this is, I need to get up. I shouldn't be laying here. I shouldn't. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's hard to stop. It's hard to rest. I mean, thinking about vacations the other day, I was thinking like, Hey, let's go to the beach or let's go to this or that. Like, first of all, it's a lot of money to go spend on not doing anything, not no return. But then second, I'm like, what am I going to do? Sit on the beach? People talk about retirement. Rest is the return. Rest is actually the return that we don't allow. (laughs) I've heard that before, but (laughs) I'm like, it doesn't seem to like sit well with me. I'm like, I can go to a vacation, but even our vacations, like we're like, okay, let's go do, let's do, or or do 25 things. Even if, even if like we did this once, we went to Florida, we had no plan. We're just going to go travel around. We, we rented a car, rented hotels as we went, went down to Key West, we came back. It was great, but we didn't stop. Like it yeah. wasn't like you're sit, sitting on a beach. I think yeah. it was one of our episodes, and I can't remember now where I talked about before I met you, I dated someone and we yep. were only a month into dating. And he said, I have a deal breaking question to ask you. In your family of origin, did you guys rest on your vacations? And I laughed out loud. I'm like, no, every minute of every day of our vacations were yeah. planned. And then he broke up with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. And he knew something that I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but even as you're talking about this, it brings me back to being pregnant with Avery. And prior to that, you and I had had a few conversations around being sick. You got the flu once or I had something and had to rest. Yeah. And there was a little bit of tension, but we didn't dig into it. But I got pregnant uh, with Avery, and it wasn't my first trimester. It was my second trimester that I had, like, dizzy spells where I was getting – I felt seasick. I didn't feel like throw up sick, but I felt seasick, and I would – I couldn't walk around. I felt like I was going to fall over. And so there was about a week where I was laying on the couch, and and I remember laying on the couch, and I could see the downstairs bathroom thinking, I really need to get up and go to the bathroom, but I feel so dizzy that I'm going to fall over and I'm going to lay here. And I crawled to the bathroom to go to the bathroom because I couldn't walk. And I crawled back to the, to the couch and climbed up on the couch and, and stayed laying down. And I started crying because I thought I'm worthless right now. Like I can't even walk myself to the bathroom. What is wrong with me? Millions of women all over 
you know, the world do this and I am failing at it. And I, I remember pitching it to Chad later, like, I have no value. And I shared with a few of my, you know, people that I share shame triggers with. And Chad's like, you are growing a human. You get, yeah. a, you get a pass. Like, it's okay. It's not even a pass. Well, for me, it, it just, there was this deep down yeah. lie, I I'm believe. I'm supposed to keep working. Or, yeah. You know, and that I think is what is at play here. I mean, that's an extreme case of it. But on a Saturday when it's a pretty day, we don't say, let's do nothing and go to the park, which would be really good for our family. We say, oh, we have 11 projects. Let's get five of them knocked out. Or, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I think that's something that makes us fit well. Because I'm not, I'm not one yeah. to like, just sit around. I like to do things. We I like do. To build We're, things. I we like, get a lot yeah. of stuff done. Yeah, but I'm like, it also is a challenge, right? And and it's something that we should be able to go. Hey, do we want our weekends? Do we want our life yeah. to look like that? And I think, or do we want it to be different? I think we had started identifying we want it to be different. And even as you talk about vacations, that's two things at play that are past messages that we're bringing to the table. Yeah. One, don't spend a lot of money with no return. Two, you can't take a lot of time that's unproductive. And yeah. so if we go on a restful vacation for a week, our internal triggers must be on fire. <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel about that. <laughs> well, we, I, I'm thinking about this, and I'm more with your family, actually, because I'm thinking about your dad and mom yeah. and the vacations that y'all took. I mean, and thinking about Adventures. being a parent also. Yeah. Um, like, it's cool to go camping if you're the child. But I'm like, if you're the dad or the mom, I suppose, um, and you're taking a camper and you're packing the camper and you're cleaning the dishes and you're all the stuff, man. I mean, and it's not like, yeah, it's not like this is um, those are, are fun events. Right. But your parents always like we're packing a cooler. We're taking this. We're taking that. Your dad's up at six o'clock or used to be, yeah. you know, and he's getting ready and cleaning stuff and putting stuff in the truck and putting stuff in yeah. the camper and putting stuff in the boat and putting stuff. And it's like yeah. everything that they did seemed like it was another big event. And when it's done, dad yeah. was either power washing the boat or mom was like pulling all the sheets off the camper beds. Like yep. there was constant work even around our our play or our rest. Interesting as I'm thinking about that. I mean, those messages I think we saw and are ingrained in us. Yeah. And so one of the reasons Chad and I are like, we want to discuss this to our couples that are listening is because we started having or feeling tension around vacation, tension around rest, tension around cost yeah. of vacation. And it's interesting because we see other people. And, and this is the important thing Chad has mentioned before. We get feedback from other people and the choices they make. And we use feedback from others, the greater community, local people, our friends, our family. And we use that, that feedback to inform are we doing it right? Is this okay? Yeah. You know, in a maybe in a faith community, we're getting that kind of feedback, or in a work community, we're getting feedback that helps us adjust to work. But in these kind of uh, situations where it's like how you make choices in your relationship, in your marriage, for your family, we see other families making choices, and so we'll see other families, maybe in our I want to call it income bracket, or a little above, or a little below, making choices that are big choices that are. I'm taking, you know, two weeks off and going to Europe. And I think that is expensive. And unless there's a lot of museums built in and it's not, you know, like. You got to get every single ounce of like <laughs> value out of it or something. I'm like, yeah. and then it's exhausting and you're not, yeah. you're not back. And I, the big thing here, 
I mean, with what we're talking about is just asking and, and being able to be curious, question yourself, like, am I happy with the rhythms that I have? Am I happy with yeah. the, the patterns that I've established? You know, the, the rules and, and why, if, yeah. if I try to change them, what happens? I would say it is a virtue. And if I talk to my mom and dad about this, it is a virtue that they had the boat, had the camper, took really good care of their stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, instead of staying at a hotel or at a resort, we stayed at campsites or places where there were like, they, I would say, pride themselves in the fact that we still had fun, but it was efficient and it was cost effective, maybe. Oh, yeah, like yeah. those things built in. When we went to Disney World, I remember in the third grade, we went to Disney World and we were the first family in the park when the gates opened. So we are getting up, getting parked, walking to the gate, even waiting at the gate to be the first ones in. And we were the last family out after the fireworks show. I mean, there every minute. And at the end of the six days, we were exhausted. You did that for six days? Five or six days, yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that, yeah. Is That's that, a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be exhausting. I mean, I was thinking about going to Disney World. One and I'm like, shot to Disney World and we're going to get it all in. I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, we'll get there at like 11. We'll ride two rides. We'll have lunch or whatever. No and then we'll go way. home. No way. No way. Not for 150 bucks a day or however much it Maybe is. Maybe we won't go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. But I'm like... I just, I just am like, and maybe it's our age or maybe it's where we're at in our relationship or maybe it's having a kid. I don't know. But I'm like, there, there's something to be said for looking back and going, what are the rules and rhythms that I'm following? What are the things that are constricting me yeah. or containing me and holding me in a space that, do I like that? Yeah. Um, and I was, I was thinking about today, like, I'm like, you know, I want to have consistent rhythms in my yeah. life. People that I know that are really healthy have good rhythms. So we're not saying trash all your rhythms mm -hmm. we're not but just ask yourself where's that come from do i like that does it serve me the way i want it to you know and, and is this where i want to be and i even want to bring up as you say that this is kind of the question that we're asking you are you doing a thing because it's what you were taught to do or conditioned to do or what you learned to do mm -hmm. and if it doesn't work in your in your now immediate family, how do you adjust it? As yeah. we're talking about, now we've talked about kind of money a little bit, which we'll get into in another episode, and, and being sick or resting or staying, and, and now even vacations. I want to add to that the idea that we've mentioned quite a few times, which is whether we stay at a hotel or whether we stay at a family member's house when we go visit them. Yeah. Our family rule in my family of origin is if you are within a 60 mile radius of any family member or distant family member or cousin or even acquaintance, uh, you stay at their house. Even if they don't have a bed, you can get an air mattress or you know sleep on their couch. That, that is how you do it because it would be impolite not to want to spend time with whoever that person is. Um, and Chad, he comes to our relationship with an experience where he stayed at hotels yeah. or didn't impose, that it wasn't really okay to impose. And so both of us have had to have conversations around when we visited his family of origin, we stayed at a hotel. And I was like, this is fun. We didn't get this as a kid. But when we stay at my family of origin, we stay in my parents' house. Or lately, we've been staying in their RV, in their driveway. And how we're trying to have a conversation with them that says, hey, this isn't really working for us anymore, and we want to switch it. But the pushback that we get or the hurt feelings that my parents have, if we don't make that, that's their family rule, is something we've had to work through. Yeah. And so that idea brings us to our connect point. 
The Connect Point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship. Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. So in this Connect Point, I want you to take a few minutes and just consider Are there any things, maybe just one thing even, that you know that you continue to kind of do that maybe came from your childhood or you learned growing up uh, as maybe a rhythm or a routine or the right way to do it? Um, And discuss that with your partner now and say, is this something we want to continue? Is this something we want to do? And if not, how do we change it? Chad and I have been talking about this very thing around rest. We want to get better at rest around vacations. We want to not have such planned out itineraries on our vacation around money. We want to be able to not have some of those past messages uh, attached to how we spend money and what we choose to spend it on. And so those are just some ideas that we've brought to you in this episode around going, hey, this is my experience in the past and it's not working so great in my present and we want to try to make an adjustment. Can you have a conversation around what that thing is and see if you can complement each other in making those new rules and those adjustments in your present relationship so that you can feel more connected. Take a few minutes and have that conversation now. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it. You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform, and you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Real Emhoffs. If you want to support our nonprofit that makes resources available for couples, you can check out the Ways to Give tab on our website, therealemhoffs.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our ConnectPoint conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks Thanks again. again.